Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show on WWL Radio New Orleans. And... uh, Give us a call and tell us what you've been thinking about in terms of the food scene in your house, however that plays out. We all have a different approach to it. What you like is probably what I like, but maybe not. So we uh, we say, hey, what do you like to eat? Oh, me? I'd like to eat this. What I else do you like have? eggnog. You don't like eggnog? Do Why you? not? Do you? 2606368. Let's talk about eggnog. I, I love it when I make it myself. Which I do. Now, is most eggnog spiked or not? With liquor? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, uh, most of it at my house, I'm using that as the kind of like the standard, isn't because I don't think it br- adds anything to it. And uh, I'm very uh, careful about what alcohol I drink. Okay, I so just, what, what is eggnog? What is eggnog? Well, you take some nogs. And then some eggs. No, it, it's it's a it's. Thank you very much. I was about to say those very words. I'm not kidding. Uh, it's a uh, a liquid. Wait, how did you say it? it I, a runny custard. That's exactly what it is. It has all the ingredients that you would find in flan or a caramel custard. <laughs> But it's that's uh, probably why I don't drink it. It's cooked very, very slowly. You usually use a double boiler is the way to do it. Okay, now let me ask you this. <clears throat> yeah. Frozen custard. What's the difference? Frozen custard is something that's very popular in the Midwest, particularly around uh, St. Louis. And what they do is they make something that basically is ice cream, but it's a creamier ice cream than you're used to getting. But that's kind of what it is. What's the difference in ice cream and regular frozen custard? Uh, it's a di- different ingredients. It's just more egg in it? Is there just more yeah, egg I in mean, it? Yeah, I mean, I remember, uh, I don't know if they still do this, but at, over at Commander's Palace, they used to have a, a little uh, piece of paper on the wall that said, here is our recipe for ham. Uh, I'm sorry, for... Uh, egg for, No, no. Custard? For, no, for... Uh, no, it's For, not flan because it's not Mexican. No, uh, it said oh, uh, the recipe for our ice cream no. is, and then it was something like cream, eggs, sugar, that was it. Vanilla? I, uh, and you, what, what, the point they were making is we have this, uh, this recipe for uh, ice cream, and eggnog, you, you could, they, they're almost the same thing. Okay, you know what? I'm going to try eggnog. Okay, then. go ahead and do it. Get me some because it's not hard to make. And uh, once you've made it, uh, then you've got something good and you would share that with your friends. One would hope. Okay, so there's, there's spiked eggnog and there's non-spiked eggnog. And then Regular there's, there's eggnog. Ice cream. Is the only difference between a spiked eggnog and a non-spiked eggnog alcohol just alcohol? Or, That's yeah, it? Yeah. So there's nothing else in it? No. 
Okay. I mean, who knows? Somebody. It's like, like putting alcohol in milk. That's ugh. no, but it's well. If you make it wrong, it does come out like that. But it doesn't. Well, I guess if you're doing enough tree decorating with somebody yeah. that you don't really like, you probably need a lot of spiked eggnog. It's it's basically to, to go back to something I've said a few times already. It not that I'm trying to be a wise guy, but it, it is it is a dessert. That's made with just a few ingredients, uh, the milk, the cream, well, the I love eggs, ice cream. The, the vanilla, and then you uh, you cook it slowly, and then you refrigerate it, and it sets, and that's it. This, it's flan. You take flan. It's made and in almost exactly the same take way. Take flan and make it liquid. No, it's, it's already liquid. You have to cut it back is the, is the deal. So, uh, okay. anyway, so that's the who story. who likes eggnog? Give Me. us a call and tell us if you like eggnog. I love it. Two six zero six three six eight. And also, what other holiday things do you look forward to eating that you can only really justify eating at holiday time? Somebody wrote us well, fruit, about fruit a cakes. bouche de Noël. Bouche de Noël. Oh, what the a beautiful! The oracle is getting his headsets on. That means something. Yes, it means that uh, <laughs> I, I like to I like to eat uh, fruit cake and wash it down with eggnog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you serious? or uh, I think he is. I am yeah. absolutely I serious. Okay, I'll, I, I go along serious. with that. I like oh, both you know of what? those things. Uh, we were talking about panettone the other day. And I found, I was at a Quistapace the other day looking for, you know, one of those obscure items. It was uh, Ronald Reginald Vanilla. But I noticed they have a mini panettone there that I'm going to go get. So bring some here. Yeah, it's a dollar ninety nine for a little. Oh, mini that's almost panettone. like free. Yes, yeah, so I can get to try it without spending a big twenty five dollars on a panettone. Man. Anyway, I wanna I wanna try that. Lay so that I'm gonna out. go get one of those little baby panettones. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, um, if you have a special thing that you like to eat just at holiday time and you look forward to it, mm-hmm. uh, let us know what it is. For me, yeah. it used to be um, the mint. Hot chocolate at Williams Sonoma until it got to be like twenty five dollars mm. a can, and then everybody would buy it right after Christmas for the after Christmas sale, and it'd be gone by the time I got it. So I, yeah. I decided this is the way Marianne's brain. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> it's know, too absurd. I'm almost embarrassed to say this is the way Marianne's brain works. So I don't want to spend twenty five dollars to go and get. Uh, I mean, you know, it is. It really is embarrassing to go and get the hot chocolate at Williams Sonoma, but I will go to London to buy some hot chocolate because I like this don't, one brand. There. Don't get me going. <laughs> uh, you, but uh, you know, there's something. I'm glad you mentioned all this because there was something I've heard on one of the other radio stations we have here. As a matter of fact, I've heard it on several of them, and it is that Coca-Cola. It, for the duration of the holiday season, is serving Coca-Cola with cinnamon added yes. to it. You have, have to you, get some of that, Tom, because you love cinnamon. Oh, well, I've, I've been looking for, a, believe it or not, I've been looking for a Coke, and I can't find one, and I can't find any any nickels in my they pocket. Have a so. great, they have a great uh, campaign right now, yeah? which is... Um, <clears throat> Which is you open a Coke can yeah. and then you have to drink it really quickly. I haven't heard oh, the whole thing, hmm. but the jingle bells start, and it's a, it's a great campaign. Hmm. Anyway, it's on a radio. It's on the radio. 
Huh. All right. So <clears throat> anyway, um, great things to eat at the holidays. Someone wrote us looking for a bouche de Noël. Yeah. So if anyone knows who is making those, I'm guessing Maurice's French pastry. You could probably get one of those. You certainly Andrea could. would probably he make probably you would. one yeah. if you asked for it. Yeah. Or you could make one yourself. I don't think it's that you, hard. That's, it's not that hard. And yeah. uh, and it's it's really good. Is that the same thing as a Yule log? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Just and, a French name for it. And okay. it's one of those things that in the Revion menus, every year I go through all of the Revion yeah. menus. And uh, there are certain things I my eyes are really looking for. One yeah. of them is roast goose, which we... Wh- well, I've been looking at the menus, too, that, and there aren't any this year. I, I know. But that that ought to be something that's every year because it's such a Christmassy thing. And then the uh, the second thing is what we were just talking about here, is, uh, uh, what was that, anyway? You were talking about Bush de Noel. Bush de Noel, yeah, And it's funny, because right. I'm looking through your almanac, uh-huh. and they're talking about black, it's talking about black forest cake. That's a totally different thing. Well, it's kind of that, it's it's that uh, German, well, is it German? No, it's not. Yes, very uh, German. It, I mean, all those are originating in Europe anyway. They're yeah. holiday things from Europe. That's so, true. Um, so the Black Forest Cake is from Germany, and um, the I think, is Bush de Noel also Bush de Noel, yeah, German? it's definitely it is, German, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but there's so much pastry going on. Yeah, they're both in, Bavarian, yeah. aren't they? I don't know if they're Bavarian, but they... Well, the they, Black Forest is in Bavaria, so oh, I think, okay. I think well, they're both Bavarian. That adds your credibility, then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. 260-6368 is the number. If you would like to join us and chat about things to drink and eat at holiday time, starting with eggnog. Are you an eggnog fan or not? Mm, neat. What is the origin, do you think, of putting nutmeg on eggnog? Cause Try it, to, wait, say that quickly. Nutmeg on eggnog. That's a little tough. Not Megaregna. Try it. (laughs) I tell you the truth. We could. (laughs) It's the only thing that's going to save us in the new era. Uh, We had a webcam. Doug's face. We wouldn't even have to do a show. It would just be an egg. I mean, just a. A picture of Doug's face. I'm not looking at you, Doug. It's too scary. <laughs> That's not nice for a guy who helps us so much. No, no, no. I mean, it's he's terrifying. Doug, Doug is terrifying sometimes. All right. Anyway, nobody, nobody knows nutmeg him. Nutmeg on eggnog. Yeah, good, Doug. Try it yourself. Yeah. Nutmeg on eggnog. Good. I told you. He's got too many things. <laughs> too slow. You got to do it fast. Nutmeg on eggnog. Nutmeg on eggnog. Nutmeg on eggnog. <laughs> uh, moving right along. Uh, did, did I we... have not had any spiked eggnog. I want everyone to know that. Ben, what? You, you okay? So you don't you don't go for the uh, juicy kind. All right. So uh, I'm looking at another section of this menu from the uh, this new restaurant that's opened up, LJ's. Yes. And uh, they some of these that were surprising to me: uh, stuffed mushrooms. I didn't expect to see there. Uh, fresh mus- mussels, fra diavolo. And that's basically mussels cooked in the shells with a pretty good bit of spice in it, uh, hot pepper, actually. Wait, Fra Diablo is a preparation of, like, tomato and spices, right? Exactly, and it's a little it, spicy. It, it translates to of the devil, doesn't it? Exactly yeah. that. Yep. Okay, all right. Uh-huh, and then there were— Oh, gosh, uh, I've picked up some stuff from you, Tom. 
Huh. <laughs> Jesus. Keep going. Okay, where were we here? Uh, this is the food show. You are not only in the twilight in, zone. In, invited to call our program <laughs> and tell us. You know, I, I, this is a, a actually a question that has in the past taken a lot of uh, questions and answers, and we haven't we've talked about it, but we don't have any good grasp uh, graspable uh, truth. Let, let, let's try it again. Uh, eggnog. Or nut. nut. There are some nutmeg on eggnog. Oh, excuse me. Nutmeg on eggnog. Eggnog. Try it, folks. And do you like eggnog or do you not like eggnog? And if you do like eggnog, how do you cook it down to the point where you want it? Do you want it as kind of almost a uh, a flowing liquid, or do you want something that's a little more uh, substantial than that? Or please. about anything else that might be on your mind having to do with food? Like, uh, you know, you I want know you to what? I want 260-6368 and say nutmeg on eggnog three times. Okay, 260-6368. Now, if you would like to call that uh, either way, uh, give us a call and we see what, what we get out of this. Uh, there are a lot of people who love eggnog. Whenever It was, used to be part of my ritual of putting up the Christmas tree is that... Whenever we did it, I'd put a shot of uh, rum in it, in a glass of it, and uh, we would put the, the Christmas tree up and add the, all the things that you put on the Christmas tree. And we also had this one nice big glass of eggnog with a little shot of rum. That's mm-hmm. how we always did it. And now... Rum is what you spike eggnog with? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you could do just about anything you want, like... It's just got to be some spirit to, yeah, to yeah, jazz it, it up. Yeah, okay. yeah. I guess you could get away without that, but uh, who knows? Doug, when you <laughs> wash your fruitcake down with eggnog, is it spiked? Absolutely. Okay. What's it spiked with? Um, rum, okay. sometimes whiskey. You know what, Doug? Mm-hmm. Bourbon, to be I exact. I think that it would be probably a good thing for you to keep some spiked eggnog in your office there while you're doing the show they with us. They won't let me. <laughs> oh, you've asked? Twice. <laughs> Can I please what? have some spiked eggnog to do the show with those two? I'm sure. Those anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are just I don't know. The silliness has descended on well, us. It's for not sure. so bad. <clears throat> uh, it's <clears throat> you know I, w- I would if I may but be allowed to kick back to the the mule log. Have you ever seen one of these? A mule log? No. The mule a, log. Mu- a yule log? Yes. Yule log. Yes. Yule yaw, log. Uh, if it stop me if this is a, a story you've heard before and you don't want to hear again. Can you do it in 30 seconds? I don't know. Cuz we have to go I'll to a break. Give, oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I think I can okay. get most of this give in. Give it a shot. Go. Uh, back in uh, <laughs> mid 1970s, <laughs> I was um, the food writer at the at New Orleans magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a guy there, uh, Christopher Blake, who is a long story unto himself. He's uh, mm-hmm. still alive as far as I know, but he okay. uh, he's had his moments. And he had a restaurant, uh, and he was a, a really an interesting guy, uh, and I hope he's still with us. But anyway, he, he and I were having lunch at Maley's, <laughs> believe it or not, and uh, the question came up. Uh, this was his idea. He said, why don't you do a, an Easter feast, 
uh, and really make a big fuss over it. Easter the, feast or Christmas feast? It was Christmas. Excuse <laughs> okay, Christmas so, feast. Okay. And he said, we'll, we'll put together a dinner that will be in the style of the grand feasting that people used to have 20 years ago. And he knew what he was talking about. Is this like about. a Revion? Uh, the Revion had not been created yet at that Although time. Although the Revion's not, been around for a very well, long yeah. time, but they hadn't resurgent. The, the, been resurgent yeah. back then. Yeah, that's true. That happened like 20 years ago. So anyway, we, uh, I said, that's a great idea. I took it back. I talked to the editor. Uh, and uh, he said, that's a great idea. Why don't we do it? And so uh, we had some of the chefs around town prepare special dishes for us. I remember that uh, uh, Marty's, of all places, uh, supplied us with oysters, <laughs> which was kind of unusual. And uh, we we had uh, just a, a great variety of things. And when you got to the end of it, you came unto the presence of... Uh, uh, caviar. That it was astonishing. And the whole meal was great, but the, the very last dessert, though, was a Yule log that he had sculpted with using nothing but uh, meringue to make what looked like a, a log that you could set on fire and gr- grill some who knows what? So it was brown. He did something. Yeah. To it, the, oh, I'm ex- telling you, if you made up one of these and put it uh, on a trail through the woods, somebody <laughs> would trip over it and and fall. <laughs> That's how much like a, a piece Have of you, wood uh, it was. Uh, wow. it, it was amazing. Wow. So uh, whenever I, anybody says a word on the subject of the Yule log, uh, that comes to my mind, and I recommend it to you too. Okay. It's in my cookbook. I don't tell about yeah. Two six zero six three six eight. We'll be right back. WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Oh yeah, look at that. We're here with uh, the three of us today. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. My wife here is and and keeps me all you know. um, Whack him upside the head a few times. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And And Doug uh, the Oracle is here. And uh, and that's always nice to have. And. uh, finally, we are in on the lookout for anybody who would like to talk to us on the air just for fun or to maybe get a question answered or uh, to give some ideas about the, the city's uh, restaurants to see if maybe there's something new that might plug into the season. You know, the one that <laughs> I've noticed uh, just in the last week is uh, Broussard's is doing, I think it's every day. As uh, at lunchtime, they're doing kind of like a, a Sunday brunch sort of thing. Uh, don't take uh, me at my, my absolute. Broussard's has some great stuff coming up for their anniversary in 2020. That. It's going to be super exciting. Yeah, they're so. going to do it in high style. Let's say it that way. Good. Well, and good for them. Hundred years is a big styles. thing to celebrate. Yeah. It's a it big is. Thing yeah. To celebrate. It's a you should really blow it out. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Two six zero six three six eight. We're talking eggnog and bouche de Noël, and uh, panettone and who? Panettone. 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 It's the Italian version of fruitcake with less fruit. Oh, 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 that, yeah. And I it's found totally one for $1.99 at Aquista Pace. It's a little baby yeah? one. Ah. I got to go back and get it. Uh, I love those things, actually, in their own silly way. But well, some people hate it. I haven't tried it, and $1.99 is not much of an investment to try no, it. No, no, I think you're so pretty I, safe I'm gonna with that. So I'm going to have to go get one just to see because I've never had panettone, hmm. and I would like to. Anyway, 
260-6368. I have some panettone with what's left of my mint hot chocolate from Williams-Sonoma. Yeah? Mm -hmm. You you still got that thing? I've got got the world's largest stash of chocolate. I really do think I could have the world's largest personal stash of chocolate. Why would you want that? I mean, at some point, aren't you going to get sick of eating? Uh, e- never. Coke, Coke, Coke. It's like, it's I mean, like you, Tom. Would yeah. you ever get sick of eating oysters? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you yeah, wouldn't. If it's, if it's done poorly, it's just... <clears throat> There's no way. You can fill up on anything. Well, I, I don't have an outer limit of chocolate, but no? anyway. Oh, well. Yes. So, uh, 2606368, we were talking about holiday stuff. Actually, mm-hmm. yesterday I started to talk a little bit about... Um, whether or not your holidays are made better by the presence of beautiful once a year items like napkins that are specially embroidered with reindeer or something. I still, after years and years, am coveting the plaid china at Williams Sonoma. Wait, wait, say that again? I refuse to buy it because we don't entertain anymore. But I I do love it, and I keep looking at it every every time I see it. It's it's China. It's a plaid China that is special for Christmas. I see. At Williams-Sonoma, and I want it. I want it. I want it. How many do you have? (laughs) It's expensive. Well, no. I mean, it's like, let let, let me, I'll talk about the China in a minute, but Chef Andrea is waiting to talk to us. Oh, gosh. Buena tale. It's uh, Chef Andrea. How are you? Hey. And here he is. And uh, Buena Sera to you, too. Wait, can I say Buena Tale? Is that, is that inappropriate? Sí. Do you only sí. say it on buon the one day? Buena bon. Tale e Felice Anno Nuovo. <laughs> okay, Felice Anno Nuovo. Nuovo. Okay, what is that? Yeah. Very close. You're very close. You, you've been in Italy, so you speak pretty good <laughs> Italian. <laughs> I've been to Italy, so I speak Italian. I like that. Is that all no, it takes? I'm going to ask you a question, okay, because some people ask me all the time. Did you get pinched? Don't, don't tell us how, okay, you can't. I'm beyond the age for pinching, I think. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, was right there. You know, there was, a famous, there was a famous quotation I'm so tempted to tell you, but I, there's no way in the world I would ever say this on the radio. But maybe uh, next time I see you, I'll tell you. But remind me of, of uh, this. You know, Absolutely. Pile I'm going to have to ask that, you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we it have a is... wonderful, wonderful Revion menu, as you know. Yep. Yes. How's that, that going? Just... Honestly, We're... honestly, honestly, yeah. because uh, I've been hearing mixed reports from the restaurants around town. Some of them say, oh, it's been great. Oh, it's a little bit lower than it used to be. You know, just a complete mix. I don't think anything of it means well, much. Well, you know, to be, hon- to be honest with you up front, uh, I was through all about the truth. You know, there's a lot of Christmas party going around, and mm-hmm. a lot of time people go to these Christmas parties, they've been booked in advance. So a lot of people then go out to a local restaurant because they go to Grand Ballroom, motels, and whatever. Like, you know, we have a big ballroom here. We have a lot of parties this time of the year. Uh, the uh, business has been booming as far as uh, banquets. Uh, and oh, great. Then, uh, yeah, very, very good. And uh, what happened, you know, the, the guests don't go to, uh, I heard the restaurant shut down because they want to have a Christmas party. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't mm-hmm. do that. But, uh, you know, some restaurants shut down for their Christmas yeah. party because they don't mm-hmm. have too much space. 
we just talking about it right now early before you called somebody at a restaurant downtown and he was saying that you know there's a lot of things happening but uh you know uh, it depends but we we have so many different rooms and the restaurant is always uh welcome to everyone in the main dining room, we have a beautiful, decorated with uh, so many Christmas tree. Christ- People love this time of year to come to Andrea because, you know, all the decoration we have, the really uh, a festivity that goes all all month along. And uh, this menu is going to work very well. You know, as you know, uh, we have all fresh ingredients. Like, you know, i give you an example. Uh, everybody loves Porcini Ravioli. They will make from mm, scratch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have this wonderful enchilada with smoked salmon, uh, and this time of the year with the vodka mm-hmm. and chupi caviar on top. Yeah. Perfect dish for this time of the year. Are you, bu- yes. are you buying uh, Louisiana? Lo- uh, yeah. Local yeah. caviar, yeah. yeah. Okay. Chupi. Yeah. Hey, remember, remember, a few years ago, we had this little contest to see uh, how many times Chef Andrea would say beautiful in one of these visits that he makes to it. And, and I, I, I'd like to do that again just for fun now. And I'm not trying to, you know, get your goat or anything like that. But uh, here is the, here is the uh, question, and I'm asking everybody who's listening, uh, get a pencil and paper. And we're not trying to, uh, to humiliate uh, Chef Andrea, but he plays with us a lot. So we, uh, we're just having some fun with this. Absolutely. So, okay, every time I hear you say uh, to me, uh, uh, as I told you, and beautiful, uh, yeah, and we'll see, uh, and and I'll see how many times that turns up. So, uh, absolutely, and uh, but, but um, was, this is this is a recipe that uh, you know you like that yourself. Yeah, the porcini mushroom ravioli that's Love really that. outstanding. That's really that's really a beautiful dish, a great great, and uh, mm-hmm. I recommend it. The other dish I, I created, which uh, you you familiar with this dish for the year one and food international? Yeah. Several years ago, it's a very appropriate samedi with the vodka and the shupi caviar on top. Now, shupi caviar, this guy made, came here about 30 years ago, 32 years ago, and I said, my God, I said, this is absolutely beautiful, nice, and gorgeous. Uh, looks like, reminds me, like almost like a beluga. Yeah. Not the beluga, but this caviar was so beautiful, so outstanding. I said, you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah. And guess what? He became a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Remember uh, when we had, a, what, five pounds of it at our wedding that you did for us? That's so beautifully? right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. It just came yeah, out. Yeah. The other wonderful dish, which I recommend that you like very much, Tom, is the grilled pampano. Mm-hmm. And then rotisserie, maple Long Island dunkling rotisserie in mm-hmm. the, this wonderful, beautiful rotisserie come from yes. France. That's really nice and crispy, crispy. This duck is so wonderful and juicy and beautiful, rust and crispy outside. It's absolutely mamma mia. It and is then also, mia. too, yeah. Also, too, I have this beautiful uh, tree, uh, orange tree in the backyard, and I picked up this orange, and I made this wonderful, uh, it's like mostly glazed, but it's like orange sauce, really outstanding. And this time here, we do seven, eight, maybe nine different fish, the chopin or the bouillabaisse. You know, mm. this is the seven fish for... You know, we do celebrate that. Do you ever have halibut over there by any chance? I love halibut. Yeah, me um, too. I love halibut. I yeah. just, do you have roast you know, goose? The, because Tom the, is looking for a roast goose. A roast goose, yeah. I, I bet you would uh, do that if I asked you and gave you time I, to get I it. I love to. Absolutely. I love yeah. to cook roast goose. Would you do a yeah. bush de Noel for someone? Oh, I'm sure you would, right? I love that. Anything in my guess. I just got with the phone with another guest of my friend. He said I was there for a party the second year. 
It was outstanding. It was a big group, and we really enjoyed your restaurant. But the eggplant parmigiana was so beautiful, so nice and thin sliced. Uh, my guests were so happy, and I would like to cook for my family. I go to Houston. Can I have that, um, you know, to, uh, I like to cook it. I said, well, the recipe is in a cookbook, like with Cindy Andrea, and you can really enjoy yourself. So he's going to cook his uh, wonderful uh, eggplant. eggplant. Yeah, it's really a nice compliment on the eggplant. Okay, we've gotten way off the track, so go ahead and finish, because Doug is is, is giving us that music in the background. And the other one, man, it's for you. I have a beautiful, fresh, local speckled trout with creamy on top. That's also in the Zevia menu. But we have a lot of wonderful things in Zevia menu. Please uh, don't forget to join us with the... The dessert is going to be our guest favorite, coconut cake and a tiramisu. So, All right. Uh, All of this we'll is at Andrea's. If you're steak. looking for uh, some way to do a holiday, end-of-year party or anything, call him. He's uh, got the facilities for it. Hey, Andrea, when all too. of your seats are taken in your restaurant, in every room, how many seats are there? We have about 415. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And we're still alive. We, we're going to be 35 years. We're going to have another 35 years coming. I'm only young. That's and right. And we're going to have a great time together. So That's with right. the family, we like to be too. more and more. We're going to celebrate 20, 35 years this year. Congratulations. So thank you for all your support. Thank you. We're going to be another 35 years. Please, my home is young. Join us. This is Chef Andrea. And yeah. Tom, Mayor, thank you. Bye. Andrea, 834-8583. Buon Natale. Felice yeah. Anno Novo. Make and there he goes. Happy New Year. Bye. Ciao. Grazie. Yeah, right. Ciao. All right. The music gets louder and louder. It really does, doesn't it? Hey, we've had kind of a fun show today, huh? but we're not yet done. So uh, p- plenty of room for you. No one's called yet to say nutmeg on eggnog. Oh, well, that's true. Uh, the question has been posed. Do you like eggnog? Do you not like eggnog? Call us and tell us, because I know some people don't and some people do. I love it. But uh, that doesn't mean... Uh, you that haven't had any yet this year. Uh, I'm not sure if I did or not. You have uh, not. No? Because I would know, because mm-hmm. I live with you, and I know what's in the refrigerator. Uh, and it's, well, maybe that's true. And there's not much in the refrigerator, so I would see if there's eggnog in there. But you did not buy any eggnog yet this year. No, no, nor did I make Still it plenty myself. of time. Oh, sure. There's loads of time. I'm very proud to say that I do have my bubble light uh, that is playing on the wall. Oh, and, that uh, reminds me. Yeah? Yeah, that reminds me of what I started to say. because what? Because this is a very sad story. I was just giving full disclosure. Oh? You know, a little disclaimer before. If yeah? it's too sad, just hang up. But no. I always wanted to have... A twinkle light Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't because Tom needed bubble lights. <laughs> and, so, and so forth. 30, Here's, no, 28. Take 28. this knife and, I and thought, twist it. And I thought yeah. that I had a chance to get it, to reclaim the Christmas tree of my dreams when somewhere in those 30 years, bubble lights wound up going out of style and Tom couldn't find them anywhere and secretly I was cheering this and then he found them somewhere and bubble lights came back again for a resurgence but I think they're truly out now for a while anyway and uh, he can't get any more bubble lights there's only one in the whole thing so I finally get my little twinkle light tree but since then what has happened is our tree does not have normal ornaments on it. Our tree is 
anything the children have ever made is on the tree. So our tree kind of resembles, there are two kinds of ornaments on our tree. There are ornaments from our travels, which I always pick up an ornament somewhere, everywhere I go. And there are ornaments that the children made when they were six years old. So like, you know, colored outside the lights, the, the lines kind of ornaments. And so all of this is on the tree. So somehow or another, all this junk hanging on the tree really negates the twinkling white lights. So it's too late now for me to ever have one of those glowing, bright, white Christmas light trees like Martha Stewart would have or like is hanging in the Windsor Court right now. But you know what? I like my little ornaments with the colored outside the lines. You know, I would never go back. But So I guess it just wasn't meant to be for me to have a Martha Stewart kind of twinkle light green and twinkle light tree. Okay, those of you who tuned out can turn the radio back on now. The sadness is over. Two six zero six three six eight. But I did. I do still have this, this, this really deep desire for a set of plaid Christmas china, which I'll probably never use. But it really is burning in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 if I had the I'm webcam gasping. for Tom's face, that would be good. The webcam for Tom. I'm not even looking at Doug. I quit looking at Doug. But um, if you have if you have some special china like that, I would love to hear about it because I'm probably never going to buy that either. I, I started to say this yesterday, though. Yesterday, I was telling the story about Mervyn's. Remember Mervyn's? I do vaguely, but I can't remember enough to Mervin's tell you about was, it. What was it? Mervyn's was kind of like the belk of the 90s. Yeah. And... Um, and Mervyn's was at the Esplanade Mall. And I don't know uh-huh. if it ended. I kind of think Mervyn's ended before Katrina ended the Esplanade Mall. The Esplanade Mall. Where was that? It's up by Lamarck Ford. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So the um, Mervyn's, I ran into Mervyn's had a sale on white plates with one little gold rim around it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And this was one we were truly poor because I didn't have any business buying these plates, but I bought them because they were on sale for some ridiculous price. And we use these. Now, we have used those every time we entertain people. I had like 30 of them, and nobody's broken one, amazingly enough. And then shortly after that, I was in Williams-Sonoma coveting these holiday plates and there were appetizer plates with a double the thickness silver rim and I was able to get like 30 of those. So I have a set of silver appetizer plates rimmed and then gold entree plates. Mm -hmm. And we used those every year just once Every year at holidays. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, if we had an Easter party, we would do it then. Anyway, I have a lot of nice, entertaining stuff, and we never, ever have anyone over anymore. And I don't know who's going to inherit all that stuff. Hmm. You know, that's an awful thing to think about. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's like I'd start giving it away now. Maybe I'll see if Timely wants some for their RV. Timely, they're coming over, I Timely, hear, for our show. The, well, they're coming on Thursday. They'll be here for Thursday's shows. Uh, That's what they say anyway. Mm-hmm. But they're actually going to be here around the holiday time. Oh, okay. <clears throat> They'll be in town. <clears throat> anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you have any special holiday stuff, I'd like to hear about it. Because it's really nice. I mean, people must be buying that stuff because every year they've got a whole display of it. Don't you love after Christmas sales? I do. It's like I live yeah. for after Christmas sales. Do you? It's the only time I ever, I ever buy things. Although this year I am buying things before Christmas, which is kind of a bad sign. I don't know if that means that I won't buy things after Christmas or if I'll buy, if I'll buy double. You know what? I bought this thing from Crate and Barrel. They had this, um, I guess it's called a cocotte. It's, cocotte? It's That's staub. a cal- caterpillar. Staub. Staub? Uh-huh, or as Jude calls it, staub. Um, it is the newer, it's the answer to Le Creuset. <clears throat> anyway, it's that cast iron Dutch oven, really gorgeous, thick, painted bright colors with a heavy handle. Mm-hmm. So it's very expensive, this stuff. So there was a Dutch oven that it was $407 regular, and I saw it on sale for $99. So I bought one for each of the kids. And the one for Mary Lee was delivered to the house yesterday. I'm not joking about this, folks. I was there in the kitchen to see the FedEx driver walk up to the gate and drop it from about five feet high hmm. onto the ground. Hmm. Did it survive? I'm curious to see when we open it if if something happened to it. But it was just like, I, I mean, I, I, I what was he thinking? Like, do you automatically know that oh, what's well. in there is going to survive a five-foot drop? Well, <clears throat> you can talk to him some other time. I guess he's very busy you know, this you know, time just, of year. Just, I would think UPS so. and FedEx, but at least mm-hmm. he could have put it like outside the gate. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are getting to the end of the show and slowing down, and no one has answered any of the questions that I've asked in earnest. Still looking for you if you have an an idea or an anti idea. I guess I would say. As to whether you like eggnog or not, do you uh, like eggnog or do you not? And uh, you know, usually <laughs> that seems a simple question. It does, and and it's a <laughs> and question. And we ask them so earnestly every every year for thirty such years, and uh, for and some nothing. reason, it's just not ringing. Nothing. But uh, uh, but we we'll talk about a, anything the other question, else. Which is uh, who will who will uh, be who's got a bush to Noel? I mean, Andrea said he would do one for this guy. And I'm sure that he would. There's no question in my mind that Andrea would do whatever you asked him to do. But it's probably an easier way, like, to go to a bakery. And I think that they probably do have them at Maurice's, although I am not sure about that at all. Doug, we could call over there. We could call this number. Maurice's Bakery is 885-1526 and ask if they have a Bush de Noel or if they would do one. We'll put the, see if they'll go on the air and we can ask him. Jean-Luc, if he's there, and I doubt that he's there. It's too late yeah, in the it's afternoon. It's kind of, yeah. He's, he's an early morning that. kind of guy. Well, bakers are. But his, yeah, most of them are. That, but his, uh, he certainly has the capability of doing it. 
Well, I, I would have to ask, as a matter of fact, not only am I going to ask him about a bush to Noel, but I want to see what other kinds of holiday things he might have there. Probably not a panettone. I mean, I, I, think, I uh. think that there are bakeries, and his, because he is French, his would very likely have some sort of European uh, tilt to, yeah, to some holiday that, yeah. things that he's doing over there. I'm curious to see. So we will see if we can get him on the phone and find out if there's anything happening over there that is a specialty European-style holiday bread. And it looks like nobody wants to mm, go on the air. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that happens. Two six zero six three six eight. Wants to say something. Go yes, ahead, I just yeah. I just called over there. They have no one that go on the air, but they will do. A bush. They Noel. will. Yes. They will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, okay. So we'll have to. I'll have to write him back because he was very, uh, very, uh, again, earnestly looking for a bush to Noel where he could find one. Yeah. I am going to go my own self and uh, get the dollar ninety nine panettone. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow before the show, and we can taste the panettone on the show. Get the little, the tiny version of panettone, uh, the Italian version of American fruitcake, or is American fruitcake the uh, answer to panettone? Hmm. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. We will go back to the Almanac, our fail-safe page, whenever we have a little time to fill on the show. Yeah, I think you uh, were a little short on it today, but not too much. All right, so here's your words to eat by, Tom. Mm -hmm. Yep. Words oh, to it's eat Dorothy Lamar. I felt, Dorothy quote, I felt Lamar. like a wonderful sandwich, a slice of white bread between two slices of. <laughs> Guess what she's talking about here? This is Dorothy Lamar. She said, I felt like a wonderful sandwich, a slice of white bread between two slices of ham. <laughs> well, the two guys she, she worked with most, they certainly could be called hams. Yes. Dor- she was talking about yeah. working with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Pretty funny. Fame is a fickle food upon a shifting plate whose table once a guest but not the second time is set, whose crumbs the crows inspect and with chronic caw flap past it to the farmer's corn, men eat of it and die. That was Emily what? Dickinson. That's depressing, isn't I'll it? I'll say. I shouldn't have even gotten into that. Yeah, you should This is what happens when you don't call, folks. I start filling time from the almanac. I didn't even start. To, I didn't even go all the way through it, and I realized, oops, I should backtrack on this one. Emily Dickinson was born today in 1830. Who is Brendan mm. Behan? Mm. Uh, the name rings a bell, but not a loud enough one. For the, to, to tell you anything. Does anybody know who Brendan Behan is? I'm going to have to look hmm. it up on my little smartphone. Yeah, why not? Today, in uh, 1949, Fats Domino recorded his first big hit, The Fat Man, mm-hmm. for Imperial Records. You know, that reminds me of something that I wanted to say, and I'm going to write this also. Yeah, yeah. When I went to Moe's Pizza yesterday... Mm-hmm. It yeah, we rem- had one in our refrigerator this morning. Well, so. we have several in the refrigerator this morning, and uh, I didn't eat any of it. I just bought it to bring this it is home Mo's. to eat for later. When we first started doing this program back, in, uh, well, 32 years ago, uh, people called me about Moe's Pizza constantly, I, at least two or three times a day. No. I'm serious. No. I remember that vividly. And uh, I'd never heard of it at that time, and I went over there and and saw that it was pretty much uh, a New York-style pizza, although it was maybe a little fatter than that. 
Uh, and it was pretty good, but it was uh, kind of unique in the in what was in it and what was on it and how they put it together. But uh, the news on them is is really that they have always uh, taken the money that they make out of doing this and turning it over to charities of various kinds. Mm. So, uh, uh, but I have we haven't uh, they have not come up in our conversations in a, quite a long time. Okay, so I looked up <clears throat> while you were talking. I looked up Brendan Behan, mm-hmm. Who and, he? and the quote that you have here makes sense. Okay. Um, it's He is an Irish poet and a mm-hmm. short story writer yeah. and a novelist and a playwright mm-hmm. who died at, an, at the age of 41. So I'm guessing there's a story behind that. But he he is quoted in your almanac as saying, quote, I saw a sign that read, drink Canada dry, and I've just started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty funny. Uh, he is uh, regarded as one of the greatest, greatest Irish writers of all time, which mm. is interesting because you would have thought that you would have heard of him if he is widely regarded as that. I heard of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm. absolutely. Okay. Brendan Francis Aidan Behan. Okay. Mm. Born in 1926, died Gosh. in 1964. Yeah. You just looked that up, didn't you, Doug? Huh? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you anyway. know, I, you know I, I, I studied him mm. just before I dropped out. I see. Okay. Today is National Lager Day. Speaking of Irish... Mm-hmm. Writers and such, National Lager Day. Yeah, and what did you come up with? <laughs> That's it. I'm just saying, National Lager Day is what. That's it. it? Is. Oh, log yeah. L A G E R. Yeah, lagers are the most popular style of beer in the world. Yeah. S- spell it backwards, and you have Regal. Only you would notice that, Tom. Regal beer. Yes. Form- oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you, Regal, think, you think that's what it? There's no question about it. It's the uh, Regal it, beer is because Regal it was beer? lager. Uh. Yeah, it was a lager from the from the get go. But the uh, uh, what's interesting about them is that uh, I have uh, in my uh, in my office I have an old Regal beer uh, commercial. Is what it is. You hang it on the no. It's it, a, it's a neon sign. A neon sign for uh, that uh, bartenders would put up. Uh huh. And uh, there it is, just there. And it, and if you look at it backwards, it's Regal becomes. Lager. lager. Mm-hmm. And a, a lager is basically a beer that has had a certain amount of, of uh, aging. Yes. Well, yeah. Tom also named his one of his cats Regal on Ice. Regal on Ice. And, yes. And uh, red beans and rice. This, this came out of a, a commercial that ran somewhere in the radio. I'm tempted to say it was on WSMB back in the, oh, gosh, the 50s, the 60s something or something. Something like, a long time ago, mm-hmm. and uh, when we uh, took a look at that, it was uh, indeed Regal on Ice. Uh, and there were, they had a—the uh, Regal guys had a commercial that ran on television, and they said, Ah, re- red beans and rice and Regal on Ice. That's what New Orleans food is all about. Okay, and so I you... thought, wow, that's—we'll uh, have to keep that— so you named the cat Regal on Ice. Did you have another cat that you named Red Beans and Rice? Red Beans and Rice was the uh, was female. Was that Parky? Parky was a different uh, 
Okay, well, wait. Yeah. So Regal on Ice was Mama Kitty. Mama Kitty. Okay, but she had a partner with her at one time? Uh, she did, yeah. Who was that? I don't know. Oh, okay. No. Oh, it was Red, red Beans and Rice and Regal on Ice. Those were well, two different well, cats. Yeah, well, I don't think I ever met Red Beans and Rice. No, I don't think you did. I was, leave, I was living in the French Quarter at the time. I see. And then okay. it, I went back home. Mm. Oh, okay. N- not, and what not happened any... to Red Beans and Rice? Uh, or it might have been him that uh, got lost. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. Gosh, this is getting depressing now. Okay, I know. So and it's Regal getting late, was too. one of the major New Orleans beer brands <clears throat> until the 70s. Its brewery was where the Royal Sinesta Hotel is now right in now, the quarter. Yeah. That's where it was. All right. And then you there said, used to be a lot of breweries around New Orleans, and now it hardly seems like anything because there have been so many new breweries that have opened up yes, in recent years. Yes, the craft years. breweries. The craft brewers, and there craft they are. Breweries. Yes. Okay, so you say here, a beer that has been lagered has been kept in barrels in cold storage for several weeks after yep, it was it's made. it's aged. Yeah. The slow fermentation at these temperatures turns out a beer that's significantly lighter than, say, an ale. Is an ale a dark beer? Well, there's once you start talking with the guys that are really into beer, uh-huh. they they will fill your ear and your <laughs> consciousness for uh, a long Dizzying. time because they are they they just it's a it's a passion a, a pa- absolute it's a passion. passion it's obsession and whenever we've had and we have over the years uh-huh. a few times uh, some people on the program who made their own beer their homemade yeah, Tom beer stays and away from them and you, you just. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness, we've hit the wall on... Doug's uh, saying, okay, Tom, that's it. We'll do it again someday, I hope. Have a good meal tonight and a wonderful evening. We'll and, be back tomorrow, same And remember time. that the... Nutmeg on eggnog. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.